0: Ooh. Yeah, there we are, there we are
1: That's a double crack right there Hey guys, welcome to episode 68 of CMD Towers Brews and Builds I'm Instagram number 5 and my fellow host doesn't want flowers on Valentine's Day but a bouquet of lotus petals Big Tuck Ooh, I do have a <laughs> bunch of them
2: um, So I'm going to say, hey decks and Dectresses. Trying to push that envelope um, and as I want to do when i miss a season or when i miss an episode there's a couple things give me one second i forgot to do this the first thing is a little uh and then uh not gonna go work here series of tubes suck it coming for you jimmy that's right billy suck it coward blasted all those are hashtags sweaty slimy greasy and i'm really enjoying this delicious sleepy holler from rock creek brewing
0: <laughs> jesus so you know, and we are well, not my day got enough. worse in record time in record time <laughs>
2: I'm not going to lie, uh, because I have horrible time management skills, and I don't understand how calendars work, I have, was, I had a bunch of bits ready for this other deck that we're probably now not going to do unfortunately, so here we are. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, but I'm good. Charlotte was pretty sweet. Uh, I'm looking like Looking pretty strong for a reload, so that was fun. And uh, yeah, I heard Mr. T came in here and just really did, really did a good job of making me look good. Ah, well, you know, I mean, that, that's what that's what his goal is—is is our quote
1: unquote overlord or boss <laughs> or dictator. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, no, that, that, that's good to hear that the trip was fun. Uh, I would say, what's the magic scene like? But you can't really go to stores and play, so that would be kind of a moot did, point.
2: There's, there's, we did go to two stores, and they were nice and big. But the crazy thing was Comparative to a lot of LGSs that I know Both One of them had no single sections A fair amount of product A double masters box for $308 And I was like what a deal uh, I know <laughs> That's insanity And then the other place had PILES of singles No product <laughs> <is> <laughs> They didn't have the two commander decks that just came out, the Zendikar ones, Look, like, oh no, we don't have any more. It's like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, Mr. Combo, you are looking well. How are you doing this week, sir? Uh, this week has been, once again, hell week for work.
1: Mostly because, uh, I have been working, like, ten hours a day, which I know to some people are like, fuck, that's nothing. I usually work, like, five hours a day. I was day, gonna say, so. usually it's like four and a half, so that is a lot. <laughs> So uh, I've worked double the amount I traditionally have to do uh, because I have like $8 million worth of like business I'm trying to close here in like the next two weeks. Uh, So it's been a lot of talking with engineers, working through code, uh, getting beta copies and versions out to customers, um, trying to put together responses and working with legal. It's just been exhausting, but a cool thing and I will have posted it in the Discord. I had a uh, 32 ultra wide display that my speaker went out because that's usually what I use for Zoom calls. And I was like, you know what? I want to get a new display. I work for a big manufacturer. I get an employee discount. So I actually got a 49 inch ultra wide display. And the thing is ginormous. It It gets delivered today. I, I set it up. Uh, gave Squee my old one for a Force of Will and a Foil Force of Will, so thank you for that. Wonderful deal. And then, uh, so I'm I'm all excited to get it all set up, and then I'm like, ooh, I should do a test call. So it's like, oh, let me call up my engineer. I need to talk to him anyways. So I call up my engineer, and his voice comes through my laptop, and I'm like, well, that's that's weird. As I'm sitting there talking to him, and I'm like going through all the settings, and I'm like. There's nothing on this, this like in my Windows settings that says I have another speaker option. And so this is the engineer that covers that product line and I said, "Hey, just curious buddy, do these things have external speakers?" Yeah, they have the same like purpose. I would <laughs> Like that's a simple feature I would think. And he's like, "Uh, no, a lot of monitors don't have speakers." Mm-hmm. And it was just like,
2: "What? what? Just wait, seriously? Mind. Yeah, that's why they call it a monitor, not a TV, cuz it doesn't have any speakers." Did you do now here's the, a real question. So I actually have some Dell monitors here that I borrowed from my one of my previous companies I worked at. Um, and it has a sound bar that like clips underneath it uh-huh. but I imagine that would be hard to find on a giant curved monitor because mine's like a little Correct. rectangle that sits on a rectangle as well yep, yeah, yep,
1: yeah, they do not make one uh, for for mice, they make them for the wide displays just mine's a little too big yeah, right uh, first time I've heard that in my life Uh, so I ended up having to order we have these like little hockey In-tanks. pucks that we came out with they're like $200 list price I think I got it for... 65 with my discount uh, but i'll just plug it into the usb port on my computer and i'll have to use that now for the speaker and microphone super depressing considering i spent a grand on this display all in all thinking oh i don't need anything else
0: right. <laughs> sounds like you should go back to the salesperson to complain
2: who's talking identify yourself this is a secure channel
0: well, this is a this is Squee McGee and I, I honestly oh, have previously God. talked uh, already a couple times. Yeah, I was uh,
2: uh, I was I was asleep at the wheel on that wait. one.
0: Anyways, Mr. Combo, you should go complain to the salesperson. Oh, wait, it's you.
1: Ooh. <gasps> the
2: the consume yeah. the consume <laughs> E- er,
1: has become right? the consume consume e? e or is it the other way around no it's the consume e has become the consumer er, oh have yes, been, yeah, yeah. been consumed yes correct
0: very good wow wow anyways uh hello this is squee that's all I got you know just so, yeah. hanging out. All right. I got a brand new monitor. I'm very excited about it. I got to get it oh. uh, a little bit more calibrated for what I'm trying to do here. But I'm looking at it right now, and if you could see my face, like you all can, I can turn full this way and full this way and still be looking
2: at the monitor. It's wonderful. Uh, so I I'm great, he had some great. I know everyone out there on this visual medium will uh, appreciate this. He had some great face, facial expression working right there. I I'm like all God. sides of it. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Uh, Yeah, excited
0: for this monitor, excited for the new cards. Uh, Hear hear this, hear this now. I'll be online, I'll be playing. I got a bunch of new cards on the way, and I got to get these decks rolling. So uh, for all of those in the collective, I'm coming for you.
2: Also... I'm also coming for you, Jimmy, which carries a special weight for those who don't know. And we're not going to get into it right now. Dude, that sounded like the uh,
0: that sounded like the pop version of a, a song that you'd make. I'm coming for you, Jimmy. Got to blast you in the face I'm with a purple Jimmy.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, we're way off track here, yeah. I think. Well, if you guys want to help us get back on track And other ways to help support the team <laughs> uh, Head over to our sponsor Level1gameshop.com and they sell everything You need for Magic uh, They actually do sell singles And sealed product, shocker Apparently they don't do that in North Carolina um, And uh, you know They have a great rating on TCG Player uh, Super great prices, great people um, And I want to say When this episode comes out, they'll actually be having Their online Black Friday sale So that is available nationwide, U.S base so if you're looking to get some good deals on magic product be sure to check them out today yep. another way to support the show is actually head over to our patreon patreon.com slash cmd tower we have several different pledge levels rewards vary for just a buck a month and getting into the savage discord to getting your own cmd tower playmat sleeves tokens coin stickers file of our blood i mean uh yeah. guest spot on the show DNA's, dna uh, samples just all the different things But if you can't help from a monthly perspective, but you would still like to pick up some of that swag, you can head over to cmdtower.com slash merch. We do sell everything on there. And I'm feeling generous because I want to get the stuff out of my basement. We too will have a little black Friday sale going on today. So go check out the website and get something for your girlfriend. She may not want it, but you know what? That's how you get her into magic, getting her things that she doesn't actually want. Now she
2: she doesn't use it at all. And then you get to keep it. Look, it's a win win. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, a Tom Ford, if you will, but I'm guessing there's some bizarre world where these things could be used as some sort of like chunky earring. So,
0: you know, so I was actually playing with the the reminder token here recently, and you know how like in the movie Smoking Aces, the the guy throws cards at people and like hits them in the face. Oh yeah, he, like cuts yeah. He,
2: he cuts Commons face right yeah. up.
0: Could you imagine throwing a metal card like that? Ooh, death! We'll call it, comes it, we'll for call a soul. it the, the new Ninja
1: Square. I'll go. I'll go practice out on my throwing there. axe tree. There you go. Jeez. But if you guys can't help us out financially, uh, you can just share the content you're watching and listening to because every little bit of interaction from the collective does really help. And of course, shout out to Pink Royal. Um, Thanks to you for the music. And hey, stay tuned until the end so you guys can get details on how you can win the Commander Legends bundle from Level One Game Shop. So Brews and Builds is our deck tech series. Since we conquered the path to 32, we have moved on to the endless themes that EDH can bring us. Each month will be a new theme, and we correlate how these decks are constructed similar to how a beer is brewed. So we broke it down into four different categories. The first one's ramp and setting your board state. That's grain.
2: Yes, yeah, so and grains are the foundation of every beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually in a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats, and just like a green profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards. And then the next is, how does your board interact with all of your opponents? That's called hops. Yes, and hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like the Sleepy Holler New England IPA with Holler Talk and Vic Secret hops, both of which I've never heard of. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. And then, my favorite section, how does your deck actually close out either accomplish its goal or actually win the game? Let's talk about yeast. And yeast are microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds the alcohol content and the carbonation. Without yeast to be drinking flat sugar water and without yeast cards, your deck we meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then we have
1: shenanigans. These can be pet cards, synergies, all through the broods that are in the deck. This deck could
2: use one. Uh, we call that spice. Ah, don't know about that. Um, but spices are also places that that Big Tuck miscategorizes cards almost <laughs> on a weekly basis. <laughs> Additionally, uh, not every beer has them, but spices and other additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into alpeño stout, or the addition of hops that turn IPA into a double IPA. Not every deck has something that makes it pop. But if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. And then to cap it off, we have redundancy. It's a bottle capping. These are gonna be big Texanized cuts and adds to
1: the deck that are gonna be under $5, under 50 bucks and a personal no budget recommendation. We just can't talk about mana only lands. So without further ado, let's get brewing. We are talking about Kirk's big black deck. That can be interpreted in multiple ways. Uh, This is Kirk, son of Yogmoth. Because you know what? Wizards, they're full of liars. They said they never print Phyrexian mana again.
2: Uh, Sure. Before I digress into that, Big Tuck, why don't you read off what Kirk is and does? Yes, this is my mono black deck. Um, Kirk, son of Yogmoth, is a legendary creature, horror minion, relevant, 2 2. It's a rare coming in about $5. Four colorless, triple black Phyrexian mana, which means that you pay two life and then you get to cast this card for four colorless and six life. Um, Additionally, it has lifelink. And then for each black in a cost, you may pay two life rather than pay that mana. So effectively, all black symbols are turned into Phyrexian mana symbols. Um, yep. And then whenever you cast a black spell, put a 1-1 counter on Crick's son of Yagmoth. Yeah, so a wow. um, little bit of story time here. Uh, this deck I've had since my October days. Cheers. Uh, I don't know if you scrolled down, Mr. Combo, but um, turns out I have a bit of a commander problem with this, which explains why there's so many weird cards in here. Uh, <laughs> there's also not one on here. So this is like... Gr- Decks of girl girlfriends of decks Past.deck dot deck because at some point I had Gaunti Lord of, no it started with it started with Miojin of Nights Miojin yeah went, yeah it went it went uh, Miojin then Gonti, then Liliana, then Yeheni, and then one not on here because the card's garbage is Bantu, the god version of it, the first one. Then finally it settled on kept the Foul-Blooded for at least like two or three years. And then when Crick came out, I watched the Grown Up uh, streaming of StarCityGames.com and they had a Crick deck on it uh, and it seemed pretty cool. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I never really play this deck that much because it's kind of just boiled down into like a sort of black, generic, good stuff deck to some extent, There's and there's just yeah. piles of stuff that should be cut, and I just couldn't... It's one of those things where it's like every time I pick it up, I'm just like, I know the end, I know how to get there. Um, I really, really, really whack of the day, I really, really, really wanted to build like an 8-rack discard-focused deck, but that was in a pre-Tiny Bones world, so you really had to work for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now, it's kind of bled into... It pretty much is like a top-down where you get you get Crick out as soon as you can, and then pray that you get another draw spell and kind of go from there. Um, it's definitely a third stage of the game deck. If you you just kind of have to spend a lot of removal, a lot of hops, just to kind of line up and get there. Um, but once you get into the higher mana spells, it really does start. You do start getting some pretty heavy hitters. So, clearly, this deck wants a Jeweled Lotus. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it does. Very, very badly. And, and so, honestly, in, every, in almost every incarnation, I would have taken one. <laughs> so, I think the thing with this
1: deck... We're just gonna have to talk through it because uh Big Tuck sent me the list. A it was categorized wrong. Correct. But then once he got it recategorized, still doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> um, it's just like he 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 ba- it's almost like he looked at the top two hundred mono black cards and he was like, Well, I'll just no, take a handful of say these <laughs> and- just throw him in, why not? Uh, his his notes at the bottom are lies. Um, oh, Cause it's was still to talking to about out, how yeah. Dante and Rassiketh is in charge and they're doing some sub-sacrifice theme which really doesn't exist that much. Not um, anymore, no. So, uh, it was hard for me to make cuts and recommendations and figure out what to talk about, but I'm hoping as we kind of go through this, we can figure it out together. Yes. Because I do agree, Kirk is a big black mana deck. Mm-hmm. He wants to just pump as much black mana as he can into whatever um, to cast big mana spells, which black is definitely known right. for. So um, I, I think there's some tuning, some cuts we could probably do, oh, some yeah. streamlining. Uh, because the other thing I worry about with this deck is just like, for example, looking
2: at your grain section,
1: seems like you're paying a lot of life to do stuff. Right. Uh, and that's and
2: we'll we'll get we'll get into that. This is we we talked about I think uh, your Rurik Thar deck and this is another one of those where I usually if I if I do win the game I usually have five to ten life left. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then just a couple of housekeeping things average CMC is almost four which certainly isn't helping things either But it's also yeah. sort of offset by the commander, which is weird um, And I know it's hard to believe but my mana base is perfect and I want. I'm pointing that out because if you look, I have every, almost every good mono black card, mono black land in here. I have them all. That
1: that's technically true. You you are not a liar. You do have almost all the good mono black lands. So. All right, well, without further ado, let's get into this deck and start the brew process. Big Tuck being your deck, why don't you start off? What's the first green card you want to talk about?
2: So I I am a huge stand for this card. It's one of my favorite creatures that's ever been printed. I think we talked about it way back in the day for with Saskia and maybe Queen Marchesa. Um, but this is uh, one of my favorite demons of all time. We were talking about the gift of Hemoglobins. Blood Gift Demon. So Blood Gift Demon is three colorless, black, black creature demon. It's rare, about a buck 50, four, flyer. At the beginning of your upkeep, target player draws a card and loses a life. Usually nine times out of 10, that's draw a card and lose a life. Um, he relishes the devotion of his Skrsdag puppets and their belief that it will earn them immortality. So um, obviously draw cards is great. Paying life in this deck is just gonna happen. The reason why I like this card especially is twofold one there is a fair amount of cards in here that play off of devotion so black has a really i and i haven't done the i haven't crunched numbers but it seems to me black has a very high percentage of cards that have double triple and more in its its mana cost so playing around that sort of devotion thing is really big um and again it's like another copy of phyrexian arena that can also get in for five points of damage at some point here and there
1: yeah, and you know there's there is an argument out there with people that Phyrexian Arena is overplayed, mm-hmm. uh three mana to draw oh, a card a turn. No. And I, I I think the way I look at Blood Gift Demon, because honestly, I think it's just a nostalgia card, like you mentioned. Like it was great back in the day. Nowadays it's kind of like Phyrexian Arena, it's a little outclassed. Sure. But if you just want to look at them on their face, you're paying three mana to get an enchantment or two additional mana and a flying five-four. Mm-hmm. And you can target right. the player draw and lose life. Like you said, you're probably always gonna do you, but someone might be at a card and it's like, okay, you draw and you'll lose at your upkeep. Exactly. Instead yeah. of maybe that maybe that being the nexus of fate that they needed or something yeah, yeah. to like possibly keep looping. So uh, it, it's cool uh, for this deck. I think it's fine. Um, it's a utility card. Yeah. I would definitely say if we figured out what your path to victory is and wanted to kind of get the deck thinner, maybe from a 54 inch waist down to a 42 <laughs> inch waist, uh, I think he would be probably one of the first to go and in the Arena would stand for the low CMC, but sure, yeah. in its current incarnation, I think it's fine. Yep. Yeah all right so the first one that i want to talk about uh it's a boring one it's just a mana rock i'm so su- i it's one of the cards that i remember got previewed and theros beyond death it's gotta be and handled. everyone panicked everyone panicked but now i see it's only at three dollars and 45 cents so everyone clearly calmed uh <laughs> right. the the private areas we're talking about Nick's lotus mm-hmm. Four colorless Legendary Artifact rare, uh, ETB's tapped, and then when you tap it, choose a color, add an amount of mana of that color equal to your devotion of that color. So I get it, it's a little slow, but in theory on turn five, you probably already have Kirk out. You'll probably tap this guy for five, six, seven Mm -hmm. mana on turn five, and I think that's a pretty good rate. And on turn five, I don't see opponents using artifact removal on this yes. because it's like, well, he's not gonna be able to do a potential yeast card for X equals twenty and kill us all, because Kirk can only pay into black. It just can't pay into mana, period. If Kirk said, hey, you can just do Forexian colorless or black, right, then I think this thing's probably dying immediately, and probably Kirk is on the spot as well. But the 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 fact that turn five you're probably getting seven, and it's like, okay, what can he do for 10 disgusting things but he's not going to win the game
2: yeah i, I agree and, and this to your point as soon as this got previewed i was like all right if i have a golden lotus in any of my mono color decks except for one adios like i'll take five so i'm glad it's low <laughs> yes uh and unfortunately i don't have any i never cast this card i don't think ever so there you go <laughs> you probably never will <laughs> no probably not all right well what is your next brain card all right I finally got one of these. It's a piece of magic history. I have to talk about it because it's super expensive and Duff took me for a ride for it. We are talking about the coldest lake in wherever alliances was set. Lake of the dead. So when it comes into play, uh, sacrifice a swamp or bury lake of the dead and you can tap it at a black, doesn't come into play tapped, which is cool. Um, And you can tap sack of swamp to add four black to your mana pool. So in my opinion 67 dollars. i know Boy, right yeah, and it's, it's burnt reserved burnt list expensive. too so that's only going up which is one of the reasons why i got it because i remember this i was like back in the day 20 dollars for a lake of the dead who'd be an idiot to buy that and here we are <laughs> uh i think i traded for it but yeah so pretty much the theme that we're gonna go into, and I need to explore a little bit further in this deck, is the we're we're trying to generate as much black mana as possible to pay into those yeah. giant X or those other big payoff cards. So this is one that's really gonna get you there. Um, it does suck that this is this is like prime wasteland. It's because it's like a bounce land in some offense, right? So if someone has a strip mine. Or a Wasteland. Yeah, You're going, it's like a two for one, and you're behind two turns. <laughs> so.
1: Would you like to know what I paid for this when I bought mine? What? In 2016, May of 06, that's when I built my uh, Lord Windgrace deck, $11.48. Wow! Do you have like a spreadsheet of all your cards and what you paid for them? Nope. You can just go on TCG Player, do oh, your order I history, okay, click yeah. all time, and type anything
2: in. Yeah. So like I said, I'm glad I have one. I'm glad I traded for it and didn't spend any money. Um, Yeah. And I think, like I said, it's probably a mono black. I would say it's a mono black standard only because it's prohibitively expensive. Well, once again, we talk about
1: standards and staples have nothing sure. to do with price. Cause you know what, a card is as good as a card is good and what people wanna pay for it financially shouldn't impact you know the cards. So I would say this is still though a standard just because some decks, like you only run 20 basics in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, and who's to say you're gonna have every single one in your hand. You're not, that's just not the way it's gonna right. work. You could be at the point where you've done this enough and things haven't gone your way that you have no more swamps left. Right. And you're just sitting
2: there. And so, then you tutor up your old pal, Urborg, and you're back to the races. But it, and then you feel real bad that you wasted tutor on a lane. Yes, and exactly. Things um, and we <laughs> didn't talk about this earlier, but I just want to bring it up before we get I had no idea this deck was so expensive. It's like between 500 and 550 and $630. Wow. And Sam.
1: That's up there for you, Big Tuck. Okay, so my second one, it, it sounds like a boring card, but I want people to hear me out. Dark Ritual. Oh, we yeah. don't ever talk about this card. Um, it's, yeah. a I about it. it's a single black. We talked about it. It's a single black instant. Add three black to your mana pool. Uh, from Void Evolved Phyrexia, great Yawk Moth, father of machines, saw its perfection. Thus, the grand evolution began. Phyrexian Sculptors. So, the reason I wanted to bring it up is. To me, the way that this deck wins is you get Yawgmoth out or Kirk out as soon as Phyrexian possible. You need to get it out there as quick as you can. And there is a path you could do it in your deck uh, with this, the um, Lotus Petal and a uh, Lance. Let's see, because that's three. Four. No, you just need that and Lotus Petal and a land, and then you can cast Kirk by paying six life. Exactly. Um, and if you're able to get him out then, then you can probably get out a couple other things in your hand, your paying life, uh, you're getting black spells, he's getting bigger, and then turn two, you're probably swinging at people. Mm-hmm. So I see Dark Ritual as early game. You can get Kirk out as soon as possible. Late game though, it might just give you that two extra mana you need to possibly win the game. So in this deck, in a big black mana deck, I actually think Dark Ritual is a pretty cool card. Outside of big black mana decks though, I'm gonna be honest, trash card you shouldn't play. What? No, it. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's one time use to net two and we can't run multiple of if this was modern legacy vintage standard something where you can play four of (laughs)
2: the dark rituals are great you can kind of
1: chain them into each other it it sounds like a pretty goddamn good
0: budget new lotus no because because the the new lotus is free
1: this one costs one so it's worse i know but But uh, it's not
0: that much worse to be like a garbage card when the lotus is the godsend of jesus
1: Right. Because it's free, that's the only reason the Lotus is people have, peop- if it cost one and did the same thing, people would not be freaking out about it. So
2: the reason why I like it a lot in this deck is, you're right, it serves a utility, but there's also some really good cards that you can get them out turn one, just with the swamp and then this, into Necropotence, into Frexian Arena, even doing something like Read the Bones to smooth it out. I think this card has a lot of utility. Um, one of the other mana rocks that I have in the deck too, right, just having this ability, having this in here, I think it has a lot of, yeah, and he's doing the he's doing the uh what do you call it? The 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 fresh pepper shaker. Oh, oh. yeah Oh yeah, there we so, go. So in my opinion, I think this is actually a mono black standard, but I can understand why not. So but I Combo, I, I think you did a great assessment of it especially in this deck. It plays good early, mid, and late game.
1: All right, well, why don't you round us out? What's your last grain card you want to talk about? So this
2: was originally in the East, because I'm an idiot. Uh, We're talking about a mythic rare. It's a mythic.
1: uh, Narcana Revenant. So Thank God you put this here, because I was very... I was questioning whether we could continue doing this channel together if you (laughs) truly thought this was a yeast over a grain.
2: But it sort of is, because four colorless black black for four-four creature vampire shade. Of course, it's a vampire, so you're welcome, Edgar Dex. Uh, it's a mythic, and whenever you tap a swamp for mana, add an additional black, and then you can pump uh, one black mana into it, and it gets plus one, plus one to end of turn. Hate is an everlasting wellspring from which it is eternally sustained. So, again, this I try to run as many of these mad black mana doublers as much as you can, because that's where the real payoff comes from, right? Because Kirk can only get you so far, but if you run a bunch of these things, and you just, sometimes your swamps are tapping for... You know, you're tapping them for double, and if you have another card out that you might talk about, but I'm guessing not, they might be tapping for triple. And then that can feed into one of your other myriad ways to make 40 mana on in one turn on turn six or sure. something along those lines. So the problem why it's not in the East is it's so damn extensive. <laughs> because it costs six. <laughs> so, so the thing
1: I was scared that you were going to say it's a yeast card is because in theory you could pay two life to give her a bus of buff of plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh, that's going to be like, oh no, Tuck. That is
2: terrible. Yeah. Do not do yeah. that. No evasion. Doesn't even have flying and it's a shade. Uh, yeah, not going to work unless unless someone's like, the only time I think that can work, Mr. Combo, is if someone's like completely asleep at the wheel. And you're like, all right, I'm tacking for four. They're like, Oh, okay you're like haha! 10 damage and i'm almost dead totally <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well
1: i'm gonna bring it home with a very boring black uh you have to say standard because it doesn't go on all black decks but it damn sure almost goes in all of them black market um, oh yeah it's uh, really it's a- it's so good. Uh, three colorless black black enchantment. Uh, whenever a creature dies, put a charge counter on black market at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, add black for each charge counter on black market. You would think this is a kill on site card whenever people play it but I cannot count the amount of times I've seen black market have 25 counters, mm -hmm. 30 counters, and people are like, oh, I cast my hand for free and I don't have anything else to do. Like in this deck, you have that much mana, you're winning the game. Mm -hmm. Like I just cannot see a situation. I mean, great, you don't run a ton of tutors, but people have poor threat assessment (laughs) uh, to where they would rather kill like a Rhystic Study than a black market. And I just, I don't get it.
2: I, I completely agree. And like, there are some cards in here to your point earlier that are confusing that are just leftovers that need to be cut for literally anything else. Um, yeah. But like back when this, especially when back when this was like a sacrifice theme deck, this really shown. Um, yeah, and now, especially this card's under $5, in my opinion, it's mm-hmm. like, you. even if you pick up two copies of this, they're not gonna be sitting in a binder for long. You're gonna figure out where you can slot no. them in. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I do, um, I do have but- one, just quick shout out, because this is insanity. Jet Medallion, which is two colorless, black, uh, black spells you cast cost one less to cast, is listed for $26. $26? Yeah. Insane. Get the hell out of this <laughs>
1: Everybody gets your. I don't, sh- I think guys, it, what the hell? I think it's only been price or
2: I think it's only been printed
1: once or twice. I,
2: tops. Uh, it's been printed. I think it's been printed. Tr- <laughs> uh, I think it's been printed in Mirage and then the whatever Commander precon that Commander set. set.
1: Yeah. Twenty six dollars. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap up the Rampant Green Bill. Now we're going to head to the Board State and Hot Profile, and I'll kick this off with actually one of my favorite cards and magic i own a copy it's not even expensive and it's so hard for me to find a home for it and i don't understand why because it's better than murder (laughs) we're talking
2: ashes to ashes oh this one's really good it's really good
1: (laughs) so colorless black black sorcery exile two target non-artifact creatures from the game and ashes to ashes deals five damage to you Kings and beggars, they end the same. Surrounded by stench, rotten blame. Blame, not blame. It's Is it blame? It's blame, right? Uh. Lame, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alina Coraline Legacy. So this card basically says pay for ma- pay for life, and a colorless exile two creatures and take five. Yeah, take so you five. basically pay nine to exile two creatures, right. or you could just pay the three and take five. It's it's so good, but I can never find a home for it, and I don't get why. It's
2: really yeah. I think the fi- so, or you could just one dark ritual then you get this for free and you lose five <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think honestly i think it boils down to the this deck is also a sort of to some extent like a bomberman deck right every and you're paying life left right and center right so it's like yeah you know that your life skill is gonna get low the difference the reason why uh, even i'm i've been like toying with cutting it and maybe i will but i don't quite know is five damage with no There's no way to prevent it or anything like that. You can't pay into preventing it. That's a lot like that's even what? Uh, But it's exiled two creatures in black. No, I hear you. Like I I agree. Um and, and like this has helped me tons remove like Avicen's Dark Steel uh yep. Dark Steel Juggernauts. No. Light Lightsteel. Light steel, thank you. Black Steel Colossus. Yeah, it, it's an all-timer. And I think I'm the only person I've ever seen play it, so suck on that, nerds. And I think we can comment. That's some pretty cool art. Like yeah. I would get a playmat of that. Do you so okay, here's here's a question on this to make this bit go a little bit longer on this, because I'm curious where on the slimy greasy sweaty s- scale would you put this uh this is extremely uh,
1: see it goes greasy slimy sweaty right yeah i'd say it's
2: sweaty you think so okay because of the 5 damage. yes yeah i, I would so, agree with that i hey, think it's kind of it's it's a little slimy but it is you it is a lot of work to put into it yeah 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 i agree Yeah, and and it's at sorcery speed. So I would
1: say if you just made it an instant, I think it gets upgraded to slimy. And then if you made it to where you can pay an additional two and you don't take any of the damage, then I think it goes up to greasy.
2: No, I I, I think that's a great assessment. All right, well, what's your first one? So I'm pretty sure we, we just talked about this, so I'm gonna get this ready. It's not a massacre worm, but it's a massacre what? A Massacre what? I don't know what card that is. A Massacre Girl! Ugh, upsetting. What a, <laughs> uh, what a blowout. It really is. Uh, I don't know why this is in Spice, because I'm dumb. Um, but Massacre Girl <laughs> is one of those cards that I really liked, and I'm really glad that I put it in here. Three colorless black black for legendary creature human assassin with menace. 4-4. Uh, four, four. When Massacre Girl enters a battlefield, each other creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. Whenever a creature dies this turn, each creature other than Master Girl gets mice one, mice one until end a turn. There has never been a time where I've cast this card and regretted it. It has always been a complete board <laughs> wipe except for Master Girl. So for me, the big thing is it keeps going. Because a lot of times, like it doesn't yeah. get around distru- it doesn't get around indestructible right away, right? But then it does. Um there's this will take off plus one, plus one counters for a bunch of creatures that people are playing those decks. Uh, and just has a lot of utility. This also was really big when I was playing the sacrifice theme because I played a lot of lower to the ground stuff that I could bring back from my graveyard. So for me, it just like was fodder in defeating her. Um, Just does a ton of work for for a 37 cent card. There was a time in place where I was like, okay maybe i'll try her as the commander yeah and it's just complete waste <laughs> no,
1: no <laughs> now i do think she could be cool as a commander if you could figure out some sort of blink package yeah like like a uh you know conjurer's closet every turn I, and just what and, and i had that,
2: when I to you as the commander that was that was the package <laughs> had and exactly that in exactly that
1: so I have a question. Has there ever been a time uh, where you've cast Master Girl with Kirk out, but Kirk had enough plus one counters on him to survive the board? Wipe? I was
2: actually so I was thinking about that myself earlier today. And by that, I mean the two hours, two and a half hours before this, because I was panicking putting this list together. And I, I think <laughs> I think the only times I've cast Master Girl was when it was one of the other commanders. And I think it was, I oh, think okay. it was Razaketh, which costs an arm and a leg. And maybe we'll talk about that later. Um, and I think it was like the only creature I had, but I'm a fan of Masked Girl. I think it's a really cool design. Big, 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 big fan of this card.
1: Cool. Uh, well, So my next one is actually a super boring card, but I think it's perfect for your deck. Because whenever I see this card out, it's kind of like Baleful Strix. Just people don't attack that player. Uh, We're we're talking about another uh, Big Tux favorite, Vampire. uh, Vampire Nighthawk. Oh, yeah. So, colorless, black, black, creature, uh, vampire, shaman. uh, It's a 2-3, and it has flying, death, touch, and lifelink. As they fought the Eldrazi, many vampires learned to live among humans. Others were unable to make the adjustment. So, I see this as you basically play this, and uh, because you are paying so much life in your deck to make your deck function, this kind of gets around that because you're still gonna pay life on, but it's paying life on your own terms and it's making your opponents decide, do I put Big Tuck in a situation to where he has to block with that because I'm gonna swing enough damage to make it count? Or am I just going to drips and drabs Big Tuck, but then run the risk of him getting to his big mana stuff and winning the game? Right. It's, it's a very cool card that, um, I would say it's underplayed, but I think it's probably in like 15 to 20% of black decks, I would have to guess.
2: (laughs) Well, especially because it's a vampire. So again, that's also three quarters of it. That's three quarters of it. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I I, I agree. I agree with all of it. Um, This card works like it doesn't seem like it does, but it's a great it's like you said, it's a great blocker can get that life link back. And as made mentioned earlier, you're you're always on the razor's edge of just being of of almost killing Mm -hmm. yourself.
1: Yeah, I love it. Good call. All right, what is your next
2: hop? So I'm trying to put as many, i try to put a lot of enchantments in here because black, in my opinion, has some of the best enchantments out there. Of course, like probably next to blue, Um, but I'm sure green will figure out a way to take that throne in the next (laughs) two years. So this card is really good. It's really good because it's a really strong card, but the problem is this card might as well read everyone at the table is going to try to kill you because it's painful. Them to take a quandary. Oh, that's it. man, what's happening? Not a single one yet. I know it's crazy. So, painful, move it, move it to North Carolina, and all of a sudden, we're at a sink. <laughs> we're out we, we're <laughs> off a sink. So, uh, painful quandary is three colors black, black for an enchantment from Myrdin. It's about $12, which is insane um for each word spoken one forgotten for each thought a memory rotten moriarch incantation incantation yeah i was right whatever an opponent (laughs) casts a spell incantation like you were
0: saying an incantation incantation whatever an opponent casts casts a
2: spell that player loses five life unless he or she discards a card so they're probably wondering where i got why i got this take a wild guess because this is supposed to be a discard deck Um, but this is done so so much control so much kind of dictating the flow of the game and and similar mm-hmm. i think it's got a similar thing to ashes to ashes to your point of like five ma- five life isn't inconsequential like that adds yeah. up especially if you're running out of cards if you're running if you're choosing to discard a bunch don't have your card draw start losing the life that way it just seems mm-hmm. like this card has a lot of modality to it that you that you don't that as a as a kind of modality and the kind of juice to it that you'd see in these kinds of decks where my life total is going to be low so i want to do something to at least keep other people's manageable
1: yeah i mean uh... I love Painful Quandary. Um, it is a little, it, it is a little expensive at five mana, yeah. so it's it's a little slow. But man, if you can get Kirk down turn one or two, and they get this down turn three, oh, your opponents are f. Yeah. Oh, they are so done, and they are so buttered, <laughs> and they're going to be scrambling because there's not much enchantment removal to begin right. with. Um, and then even if they do get the enchantment removal, they're still going to take five life unless they discard a card. Yep. Um, and they're gonna feel yeah, it. It's, it I was going to say they're
2: going to feel like real idiots for blowing up my Nyx Lotus two turns earlier.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, my last one uh, is actually a card I'm usually not a big fan of, but I was going through your deck and... I sense this theme of like almost like enter the battlefield dies. There's like some semblance of your previous decks in here because it is a ghost of girlfriend's past. Um, Phyrexian reclamation. Oh yeah, it's so good. Um, I'm I'm usually not. I usually don't like this card, but I think it works really, really well in here. Yeah, I don't know. It's just oh, I'll, I'll I'll get into okay. it. So single black. It's an enchantment, C- uh, colorless black. Pay to life or colorless pay for life. (laughs) Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, Death is no excuse to stop working. So the reason I'm not a big fan of it is you do have to pay two mana, you do have to pay two life, and it's just coming from your graveyard to your hand. Then you got to cast it. So it's basically take your whatever CMC card you're trying to do, maybe your Massacre Girl, now instead of five, it was seven and two two life life to be able to do it. Um, So that's why I think it's a little slow. Um, But I think for your deck, you have your you know, other ETB stuff and we'll leave it at that or your other death trigger stuff mm-hmm. that I think this actually does have some legs in this build. I, I don't, I'm not gonna say it works yeah. in other builds. Um, and you know, with Kirk, it doesn't, it makes it not as bad because now it's just a colorless and four life um to get what you need so then you can use your black mana for other stuff yeah so
2: yeah i I think you hit the nail ahead on the all on all points of it it does suck to pay the life and it comes back to hand i do like the fact that it's a this is another one to your point of like uh of the nyx lotus where if you play this people are it's just gonna sit there right especially if you play turn Mm -hmm. one it's just gonna be sitting there until someone austere commands or something right like people kind of forget about it um so i do like that if this cost if this cost two colorless and a black it's unplayable right like there's no way to play it so yeah depending on how how i'm playing this deck and depending on the cards i have this is either a dead card or it's one of the better ones in the deck
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that totally makes sense um well, what is your last hops?
2: So, I was trying to make an effort to go through and talk about all the previous commanders I have, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. But this is one, this is a pet card of mine that I've always liked. Um, and oh, yeah. I think he will grab your face because his name is Yeheni, Undying Partisan. So, two color and a black for a 2 2 Legendary Creature and the Born Vampire because, of course, the time for the subtlety is over, darling. Which I kind of see him as like a 30s cad. So anyways, he has haste. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, put a 1-1 counter on Yeheni undying partisan. Sacrifice another creature. Yeheni gates indestructible until end of turn. So for me, because I have, we didn't talk about like the Great Pact and a bunch of other destroying mm-hmm. creatures and board wipes and that sort of stuff. This is like, to keep myself alive in this game, I have sure. to play a lot of removal. And... Even though it's not creatures you control, um, it's still, it still can get huge, right? He's a good beater. He can be a good blocker. He can get in for some damage early and then keep growing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has a sort of built-in sack outlet, I don't have as many payoffs for that as I used to. Uh, but okay. but the fact that he is has one and instant speed is good, and the fact that he can give himself indestructible at instant speed makes him super utilitarian. So someone has a big board, someone board wipes, you sack, you get your Henny, he gets a gazillion counters, punching people in the face.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you're really gonna be punching people in the face, but um, I I do really like the card. Um, Plus, it's kind of a counteracting to your master girl. Um, You know, you could, Try, try to figure out the balance of, well, how many things does she need to kill to kill my opponent's stuff, and how many things do I need to sacrifice the Henny to be able to keep him around? Right. Um... And he, uh, he is one that you see a ton in, in black decks. I think that's why he's probably hovering around the $4.60 mm-hmm. range. Um, does he go in every deck? No. But does he go in a lot of black decks? Probably. Um, I mean, I would run it in my Shirai deck if he was a 1, yeah. uh, for sure. Which is funny, because uh, if yeah. he
2: was a 1, a lot of people would say, like, oh, this card's trash, because it's only a 1-1 for 3, right? Yeah. And you're like, No!
1: Oh, man, that's too funny. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the hot profile. Now let's figure out how Big Tuck actually wins in the yeast package. Big Tuck, start
2: us off? So I guarantee you're going to cut this. I almost I almost guarantee it. But <laughs> I, based the, I based a version of this deck from a guy named Brendan, who I used to play with a lot in Chicago, drink. Um uh he was like the super metalhead guy lived on the edge smoked cigarettes but the only thing he ever said in response to anything crazy happening
0: in in
2: magic was geez louise that was like his catchphrase um but he played this card and beat me with it about six times we were talking about something to behold the beyond Wow, Behind I'm shocked. We did it. it. Five colorless, black, black, it's a sorcery, it's a mythic. Yeah. Uh, discard your hand, search your library for three cards and put those cards into your hand, then shuffle your library. There is power in the abyss and blackness more profound than the darkest dreams. So what this card says pretty much is it's late game. You pay seven mana, you go get two of your other win cons and then win the next turn. Because you don't have to show show the cards. And that's how he played it, too. Um, Does it cost about a gazillion mana to get out? It sure does. But as talked about, this is a big black deck. This ability for five and four life is significantly better than for seven mana.
1: And that's where I wanted to talk about it as well, because I have tried to make this card work. and really? Oh, I just really? cut it because seven mana... Yeah, to seven mana is just too too darn much. To discard your hand and then go get three cards. Unless, you, unless the deck is so tuned that when you do that, you have all the mana rocks in the world right. to be able to still cast and win the game. Um, I just don't like it. I'd rather just demonic tutor and go get mm-hmm. the one card I need. Uh, but in this deck, I do think it's pretty cute. I would probably put it more in spice Yeah, just because this deck, the way it wins with big black mana takes a It's probably going to take all three of those cards to be able to do it. Right. And you still may not even be able to pull it off because you still might be at that point, a little life short, Mm a little mana short, uh, but it's a cute card. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll
2: give it to you. It's a cute card. It's uh, it's dripping with sweat. <laughs> this is one of the sweatiest cards <laughs> I have in the stack for sure.
1: Oh man, well I will uh, move to my second card, and this is probably one of the ones that you would get with Behold the Beyond. Uh, it's bubbling. It's Mucky. We're talking about Bubbling Muck. Yeah. Single black sorcery from Urza's Legacy? Yes, yes.
2: Two dollars, what?
1: I knew it wasn't Saga, Saga's The Gears, and so I was like, I think this has to be Urza's Legacy. And I think the hammer right. is destiny. Look at that. Hashtag Suck it, Vorthos That means hashtag we gotta suck it. Uh, So it's a sorcery and until end of turn, whenever a player taps a swamp for mana, it produces an additional black. The muck claims a hundred living things for each meager treasure it spews forth. Uh, So this is one where I think Behold the Beyond could work. Because you could pay two life to cast this, pay the four life for Behold the Beyond. Now you just got to figure out how to get your five colorless. And hopefully you can do that through some mana rock, roll, right. or something else. But then in theory, you could probably tap out for 20. Right. So, yeah.
2: Exactly. And paying to one, of your la- one of your other big boys that then you can win the game with or close it. Um, again, like I said... The, the only thing that sucks with this card in my experience is I always get stuck playing it on like turn four because I just need the mana to like go do something <laughs> else like anything before I get ran over. Uh, but yes, in theory, this card could do a ton a ton of work.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're uh, like me, the only thing worse than playing this on turn four just to get going is demonic tutoring <laughs> on turn four for <laughs> a swamp. Have you, uh, you don't run this in any of your decks? No, I've actually never seen it before. Really? Uh, I don't know if it's... I don't know if I paid $2.50 for it. Um, I mean, because my my Shirai deck's already so... uh tuned that
2: i i don't know if i have anything to cut for yeah. it but it's 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 cute
1: i think Very i got cute. This,
2: i think i got this for like 25 cents four years ago or something like that Back or got like my friend had it in a binder and i was like hey can i have this or like they had it. Like i was sifting through cards or some crap like that but yeah two dollars yeah, yeah two dollars and 62 cents is, is pretty up there for this yeah all right what is your second yeast So we may mention earlier, I'm trying, this is another commander that I used to run, the most recent one, and this card is insanely good. Oh, it's so good. And so expensive. (laughs) We were talking Razaketh, the Foul-Blooded, five colorless, triple black, mythic rare, $20, whoops, Uh, eight, eight, flying trample. Pay two life, sack another creature, search your library for a card, and put that card into your hand, then she'll be your library. Liliana insisted on coming to Amonkhet to confront one of two remaining demons to whom she is bound. Lame text. Uh, and also, Liliana's the worst. So, you would think an 8 8 Flying Trampler for freight is good. Then you Staple Vampiric Tutor to hand on it. It's so, it's insanely busted. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why it's $20. But the, the thing with this card is, if I got to cast it in my old deck, I almost I'm, I set myself up to win the game the next turn, right? Yeah, I sense I have seen this twice. And both times it is single handedly won the game as soon as I cast it. But wow. it's that it's that good. It's completely insane. There's a reason why I didn't I stop playing as a commander because I would pay eight, it could source the plowshares, and then yeah, it's <laughs> 10, and then I'm gonna go home and start crying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- this is a car that has a little bit of a story with me. Big Chuck, I don't know if, oh no, you wouldn't have been there. Uh, so when I first moved back to Kansas City, uh, me, Sweet McGee, Mr. Magoo, and, um, Another friend that doesn't live here anymore Or actually a couple other people Uh, We used to do these drafts Where one of us would host each month And get a box Uh, This was one of the boxes that we had done Um, I pulled a normal Raziketh And I believe Mr. Magoo pulled a foil one Or Squee pulled a foil one And I threw an absolute (laughs) shit fit That I wanted it Because what had happened It was one of those like It was like the price pool at the end And it was just a random pack And I was just like uh whatever and i just kind of like tossed them and then they opened it and then they got the full oh, one and i was oh like no, I I want it. It. <laughs> give it to me so uh yeah cards cards bananas uh it's even more bananas and athrio shadowborn apostle decks yeah uh, you pretty much win the game on the spot there uh and i mean we do say in, in commander if you pay eight plus mana you should probably just win the game. Yes, yeah and right. This card being able to pay two life, sack a creature, and vampire tutor. seem sorry, demonic tutor. Right, Seems right. uh, seems pretty fantastic. Yeah. Do,
2: do you have this anywhere? Do you have this in any decks? Yeah. Which ones? Mm-hmm. No idea. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, got, I got forty of them. Can't confirm, keep track of I that?
0: Cannot confirm where it's at. <laughs>
2: <laughs> need it. need it. looking for an APB on Razzle Pit, the Tall and <laughs> Mister Crawler's house. I'll figure out where <laughs> All you're right.
1: at. Well, my. My last one. We've talked about how much life you're going to lose in this game. Sometimes you need a Hail Mary just to keep you alive, and this one will do it. Three, two, one. Sunny Stunning the reversal.
2: Woo-hoo-hoo. Three colorless black instant mythic. Go right ahead. Is it a mythic? Yeah, it sure is. The next time. Well, okay. The line between victory and defeat can be as slim as a razor's edge. The next time you would lose the game this turn, instead draw seven cards and your life becomes one. Exile Stunning Reversal. Gross. It's I have, I have played this card three times, and this card has been played against me twice, and every single time it has won the game. No questions asked. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Just you get that new like someone swings out, it's like for me the time that I can remember the most is. I was at like 10 life or something like that, had my mana untapped, and knew that if I could, knew that if someone would attack me and kill me, then I'd be able to play this and win the next turn, right? So this person to my left does nothing, the person next to him does whatever. The next person's playing like a big creature stompy deck, and they swing in, and I'm like, I'll just take it and lose, I guess. No blockers, full board, right? Wow. And I'm like, okay, studying reversal, next turn, do my rolls exanguinate for 40
1: it's happened happened twice
2: not exactly right but whatever but yes this so this card to some extent i think also has the argument of being a spice card right because it's pretty fringe it's extraordinarily sweaty as well right but the fact that i have won this (laughs) i have won off of this one card in this deck two three times makes it easily fit in the yeast package at least the way i have seen this play Well, yeah, and I'd say any type
1: of Kirk deck that's spending life as freely as you are, you need something at like a Platinum Angel type effect to where it's like, if something maybe went bad or sideways and I just went a little too cavalier with it, like I do in my Ruik Thor deck to where I have Platinum Emporium and Platinum Angel, you need something there just in case you are trying to be cute and someone's like, ha, lightning bolt. You're like, (laughs) crap,
2: (laughs) stunning reversal. (laughs) You don't run this any. You don't right. run this well, anywhere though, right? Too, no, too sweaty for the likes of you. Yeah. Well, and I don't have a lot of
1: decks that want to get that low and not. That die. You're bomber,
2: manming, you're I you're mean,
1: bombing yourself. Yeah. Like 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 even my Orzov deck, I'm doing it on purpose because I know that I'm going to just give someone my life total. Um, I mean, it might be an. I don't. I don't think it is, sure. but. Yeah. All right, well, that's gonna wrap up the East Package. Now we're gonna head over to the Spice, um, and I will start this off. Big Tech knew I could not resist talking about a potential Planeswalker. So we're talking about Liliana Heretical Healer. Uh, Colorless, black, black, uh, 18 bucks. I'm right, I was uh, like, what? (laughs) Legendary Creature, Human Cleric. It's a mythic uh, from Origins, and it's a 2-3 with lifelink. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, exile Liliana Heretical Healer, then return her to the battlefield transformed under your control. If you do, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Then it transforms into Liliana Defiant Necromancer. It's a Planeswalker Liliana with three loyalty. Plus two, each player discards a card. Minus X, return target non-legendary creature card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield, or minus eight. You get an emblem with whenever a creature Return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of your next instep or the next instep so i wanted to talk about this one as a spice because yeah you're not doing the whole sacrifice thing anymore so very rarely are you probably going to get her down sack something transform it discard cards but uh, i feel like with the way that the deck is currently constructed I think you could probably get to that minus eight fairly easily. Um, I don't know if you have in this deck so far, but uh, see, it comes down with three, so we go to go to five, go to seven, go to nine. So it's a four turn clock. I feel like you could probably protect her for four yeah. turns and then get get that negative eight off. Which, which, I mean, your deck's not going to capitalize a ton on it, but stuff dies. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, and I believe no, is dies, replacements, so you can still put it to the command zone. So it doesn't get around that, but it's going to take just
2: about everything, right? Else. Especially like you do this, and then mas- you minus eight, or you Aether, Master Girl, Master Worm, whatever, anything like that, you're going to have a huge board um spinning around when people don't have much of anything uh this was so the guy who i this on the geez louise guy this was his commander and it worked for him like gangbusters Mm. for some reason but he had like a liliana fetish so i don't know um yeah (laughs) i don't know i like this has been another one that's always just been right on the cusp for me too but the issue is i know if i cut it i don't have another deck to put it into where it's going to do something I mean, maybe it just sits in a binder until you find one. I mean, that's not—that's not fun. Like, I'd rather use it here, and I have cast this before. Um, and then the flip over is—it works pretty well. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and you can turn one. Uh, uh, turn one. Uh, duh, 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 dark ritual, Liliana. I was about to say it doesn't count because you can't remember it. Yeah, dark ritual, Liliana, and then you're off to the races.
1: All right, well, what's your spice?
2: My spice must have had some Indian food for dinner because it's dripping with sweat. This is one of my favorite cards that's ever been printed. And I, this is another one I bought for like $3. And And it's been in the sex since the beginning and never will get cut. We we're talking about temporal extortion. I love this card four black for a sorcery from plane shift it's 1198 um when you play cast Temple extortion any player may pay half his or her life rounded up if a player does counter it then take an extra turn after this one i am telling you this card has made waves every time i've cast it
1: just pay the half-life, it's, it's so but, easy. So no, but, like, but, that's,
2: but again, it's like the same thing of Tech with Discovery, where it's like, okay, I'm guessing one of you two guys is gonna pay this life, so I'm not gonna do it. And then goes the other guy, it's like, well, if you're not gonna bite the bullet, I'm not gonna bite the bullet. And then goes the other guy, it's like, well, they're not buying the bullet, I'm not buying the bullet either, right? So that's what always happens. But even then, so one thing that's big in this deck is that you, since it is this like bomber man, paying myself into a bunch of life, it's very easy if you're playing against other decks that their life totals are, when my life total is 10 or 12 or 15, their life totals are still 30, 50, whatever, right? So to me, even if I cast this and somebody who's at a huge life total and they're like, whatever, I'm at 40, I'll go to 20 because I don't trust you to have another turn, right? Then yeah. that then that makes my big payoff cards like Exanguinate um, and uh, Torment of Hailfire that much easier to do huge amounts of damage and potentially win out the game because the problem, especially with Torment of Hailfire, is if you don't get like a good bearing, some people can live through it even if you put twelve into it, right? Depending on the state of the game. Sure. So this puts them at that. This will put that big life gain creature deck at a point where they are going to be sucking it up pretty bad, right? So that's how it looks. That's how it looks in in theory. In execution, I play this on turn four, have a prayer, someone, and then someone just gives me an extra turn, and then I play a land and maybe cast Bloodgift Demon.
1: So, I mean, it'd be really cool. I I mean, I I've tried to run it in decks. I, I've pulled it from every deck that I've tried to run Fair it enough. in. Uh, it, it's a, it's a cute card, uh, but I don't know. I I think I think it probably has more legs in decks where maybe you can copy That's what it I was trying so to think it's like where it's
2: like the only thing i could think of would be like this would be an interesting build where it's like red black spell slinger cuz red has all those oh. copy effects but i i mean i could like i could sit here for 30 minutes and i wouldn't even begin to think of a commander that that would work with
1: God, yeah, that would be it, it, weird. It, it's
2: like you'd om- you'd almost have to make it like a
1: three-color like uh uh gosh. Why am I drawing a blank on it? Just black, blue, uh red, or black, black, blue, red. Uh what is
2: that? Um
1: Grixis. Thank you. Yes. That th- that could work in a Grixis deck because there are mm. some Grixis commanders that maybe they're not perfect but they would it that almost be like a cute way to do uh Nekuzar. Like instead of Nekuzar
2: wheels, it's like Nekuzar extra yeah, turns. Yeah, spell slinging. Oh, so okay, this is gonna be crazy, okay? Just hear me out. Original printing Olivia Duran, big black mana, big red mana, spell slinger. Is that the biting Olivia? Yeah, she bites and then gains control of stuff. So you could play like your rituals. You could play the rituals in both sides of the thing, generate tons of mana, and you have something to do with her. She also can pump herself yeah. a bunch, right? And then you just play a bunch of copy. That's. Uh, uh, could have something. Could have I just, something. Listen, all right, I'm not going clean. I just want to build Olivia for Endurance. deck and I've been able to work make it work. So I'm desperate for anything at this point. <laughs>
1: Well, what we're not desperate for is wrapping up the spice package. And now we're gonna head over to the bottle capping and As a reminder, there's gonna be Big Tucks and Ice cuts and adds to the deck that are under $5, under 50 bucks and a no budget recommendation. We just can't talk about mana only lands. All right, well, Big Tuck, why don't you do the honors? What are you gonna cut for under $5? And what are you gonna add? Or sorry, Big Tuck, why don't you do the honors? What
2: are you gonna cut? And what are you gonna add for under five bucks? All right. Um, so there's a lot of things that I wanted to cut. I wanted to cut the whole I deck. Cut the deck. I Entire deck. Set I it on can. fire. Um, I like. I really just want to build a Tiny Bones deck. So maybe like I'll cut him out. But you know whatever. So I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to think a little bit more about what this what this deck's doing. And two things: gain life. Make opponents lose life and also to have a little bit more utility than I have right now. Cut out some of the sub themes, right? And not one of which, which is getting cutted, cutted immediately is Miyogin's Knight's Reach. Sorry, pal. Oh, come on! And sorry about <laughs> like, that card. I love him too, but it's way too it's way too sweaty to try to get this thing going. I can It doesn't do anything in this deck, the stack. Is a problem. So. Myojin the knight's reach is 5 colorless triple black aka dark ritual mana for a legendary creature 5-2, doesn't fly, <laughs> doesn't have life wink, has no evergreen abilities. As it comes into play, it comes into play with the divinity counter on if you played it from your hand. It's indestructible as long as you have a divinity counter on it, remove a divinity counter from it, uh, each opponent discards his or her hand. Cool. Like, the problem is, this deck, that doesn't do anything for this deck. Because I if I play this, and I'm like, haha ha, then I draw a card, and I have nothing, right? So, it's too fringe, <laughs> it's too expensive. So, I dug pretty deep for this one, and I'm going to dislocate my shoulder, dis, uh, giving myself a pat on the back, if you will. I'm getting it for a card that I'd never heard of before, but I kind of love. It's a 26 uncommon, 26 cent uncommon from Time Spiral. Paradise... Okay, can, can we say that without laughing? I don't know if I can. Okay, here, i us try. It. Paradise Plume, four colorless. Never heard of this either. Four artifact. When it enters the battlefield, choose a color. Whenever a player casts a spell of the chosen color, you may gain one life, tap, and add one mana of the chosen color. A last wish for paradise in a fallen world. So hear me out. I need more mana ramp in this deck. Is it efficient in that? No but, <laughs> you but might I, handle it. I do need how dare you this has another <laughs> ability it's strictly better so here's here's the thing right so it comes into play and depending on the table you're sitting at you don't always necessarily yeah. have to choose black you can if yeah. someone's playing a stealth slinger you can choose blue or red or whatever right however it stands to reason that I cannot think in my brain the last time I played a a table of four where at least half, if not a third, had black in their color identity in some semblance or another.
1: Uh, I would I would argue that I'd see blue or green at half or you know sure. three quarters. But it's it but it's like but black black. Is,
2: So this is just my experience, right? So black as you Hey, but we can all agree you never see no, light. No, absolutely. Yeah, you, play, you, you cast this and you play white, and then you go and like put your head in your toilet for an hour. Um, so the thing is, you, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be casting more spells than you, and if you can find another black player that's playing a little bit more aggressive or a little bit slower lower to the ground, you're going to gain the life back, right? And that's what's critical in this deck. The, the problem with this deck is you bomb yourself down to these low life totals, and since you're playing black, yeah. it's so hard to come back from it. So for me, I think this yeah. I think this card fits in this slot. or for me, for twenty six cents, it's at least worth trying more so than Biogen, which is like a big splashy spell, but I don't want to cast him and nothing happens. like every big splashy spell I cast, I want to have like a game altering. Sort of. I
1: don't know, man. What when I play Beojin and I say remove the divinity counter immediately,
2: make everyone discard their hands? Seems pretty game impacting. But you also play him only in Joda would wager to guess, so you're cheating him out. Yeah, that's right. Fair. So that's a completely that's completely different than this one. Hey, hey, you could cheat him out for five mana and six life. So yeah, but that's a way that's a way worse rate of return. <laughs> way worse. So All right, Biotian, but I. I, I do agree with you, the deck needs more ways to
1: gain yes, life. Right. The card I'm going to talk about I think does this a little bit okay. better.
2: I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm I am got my Google Keep up, trying to figure out what to buy.
1: <laughs> so the card I'm going to cut though is this trash, trash card. It's not good. And that's just because the metas have shifted to where can, this is not a can good I make card. It,
2: can, okay, so I have a question for you. Have we cut this card out of like 900 decks?
1: I don't know if it's been that many, but I know we've cut it out a couple okay, of times. Okay, yeah,
2: I think I'm this. I think I think we're on the same page. But I'll let you go because I'm not. Is it a seven drop?
1: Seven drop? It's then. Then we're not talking about the same thing. Uh, I'm cutting Sepulchrome Primordial. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's five colorless black, black. It's getting cut. Creature avatar. I know this is your deck that you own, but I'm telling you it's gone. Uh, it's a five four <laughs> for 55 cents and it has intimidate. So it can't be blocked except by artifacts and creatures that share color with it. So black. Um, when it ETBs for each opponent, you may put up to one target creature card from that player's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. And my experience in the last 18 months the things that are going to be relevant in your opponent's graveyards, more likely than not, are going to be sorceries, instants, and possibly an enchantment. Or planeswalker. Enchantments, planeswalkers, all kind of put like on a tier together. But usually it's an instant or sorcery. It's extra turn stuff, it's counter spells, it's tutors. Creatures? It's more token or commander driven, or you get lucky and you just happen to be playing a Mariner Carador player. But you don't, want, you don't want to have a card in your deck that's solely based on that. And now, if this said each player, kind of like Rise of the Dark realms right, right. then I think you might have a little bit more legs. Because It's like, well, I do have this, like, fourth to the nth degree sub-theme of sacrifice. <laughs> Maybe I get rid of all my <laughs> right, stuff, yeah, and then yeah. I can play this and bring out the good thing. But it, it's relying on your opponents for good creatures in the graveyard. I can easily see you casting this, being like, okay, I'll get a Wood Elves, a rampant. Rampaging Bailoffs and whiff, Right. And it's just like awesome. That was a complete waste of yeah, me. I will you're so not going to w- get a rampaging bailoffs. That's that's been Yeah, because no one plays day. that card
2: because it's garbage. Now, to <laughs> so, Mr. Cromwell, to your point, I think this card was a lot better when it was more discard focused. Yes. And you just cut one of the best discard cards. I, hear, so there I, we I go. agree. So like I'm, I'm 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 willing to hear you out. I'm not completely against it, I'm willing to hear so, you. So I wanna take you from a seven drop to a four drop. Okay, I'm already So Hey, listen, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm putting it on the list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dread Presence. So Creature Nightmare, it's a three, three. It's this a card is really good. rare from M20. Whenever a swamp ETB is under your control, choose one. You draw a card and you lose a life, or it deals two damage to any target and you gain two life. So I think this will do a couple different things for you at any point in the game. Ideally, you're always playing a land per turn. Right. I mean, that's what curve is. So it's either, man, I'm getting low on cards. You know, I'll, I'll draw a card, lose a life. Cool. Um, or I'm getting low on life. Okay, I'll pink something for two and gain two. Or, hey, I'm playing Mr. Combo Super Friends deck. There's zero way I can attack as Peacekeepers on the battlefield. So uh, let me just take down that Planeswalker from ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think this is a card because you're in mono black no one's going to target remove right. it unless it's just a board wipe. I mean, if this was a Lord Windgrace deck, different story, cause you could trigger it three, four, five, six times, but you're doing this once. Right. And that's it. And so I think it's under the radar. It's, it's right there in that good sweet spot to the late early game, early mid game. Um, and it'll do a couple different things for you for a dollar for, right? Team.
2: No, I, I completely agree. And I'll do you one better. Uh, it did go on the list. Uh, <laughs> I will do you one better. I honestly think, I would go as far to say that this is, depending on the build, a mono-black standard.
1: I-, I would actually say staple, unless we're talking competitive realms, and then it doesn't have a place there. But think about it. In any
2: mono-black right. deck,
1: you run swamps. Why
2: wouldn't you run mm-hmm. this? Yeah, like, and, and again, you talked about how... You talked about how Frixian Arena is slow, right? Well, this gives you Frixian Arena modular for one more, right? Because it's the same mm-hmm. thing. So you play Phyrexian Arena for three, you're not even getting the card till the next turn, right? You play this for four, depending on what you draw and have in your hand, you can either Frixian Arena yourself or drain, gain back, like you said, ping things down, take out you know, a bunch of a lit- yep. different things. So no, I, I'm in, I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to cut to put this one in, and I think I forgot to read the second part of it. So <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah. Well, Big Tuck, under
2: fifty bucks. How are you going to spend some of your hard-earned money? So I actually, because of this, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of cheese a little bit. I don't think any of my cards are over five dollars, which I intentionally did because the deck is already absurdly expensive. Oh, the the okay. ones I'm putting in, right? So I'm petting okay. the card. Look, I love the Monarch. It's my favorite it's my favorite it's, it's my favorite it's my favorite mechanic in the probably in the entirety of magic however this card is not getting you there. not good <laughs> no, it it's not good. not good it is not good it's good the right deck <laughs> is this the right deck for it decidedly not we're cutting custodians legs for sure <laughs> yeah we nice. are uh, so it's three colors black black for a four two a zombie cleric for two dollars and eighty six cents. it's a uh, rare
1: and when it ETBs, you become the monarch, and anytime you become the monarch, target player sacks a creature. Keeping order is a task too important to relinquish in death. Ooh, that's kind of oh, dark. Good. Uh so the 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 here is the build I think this works in. The sacrifice recursion, I'm trying to do this like a whole lot right. build. You're not doing that in this no. deck. Like if you can if you can't find a way to become the monarch to make someone sacrifice and then get someone to hit you so that way you'll lose it and then bring him back immediately to make them sacrifice again. That's the only way this card works. It's kind of like a punishment for you took away my crown, right. I slap you. Yes, yeah. You creature. It's it's, but it's you, the, don't, you don't have that. As we
2: talked about before, it's the open hand and then the closed fist if you will. Yep. Um so I, the, the last thing I'll say about this is I think this card would work a lot better in this deck if it said each opponent you have to choose something, sure. right and I think that kind of limits it a little bit so um, what I'm doing it is I'm cutting it for a card that is so far so far <laughs> different um, that uh, you know I think you're going to be pretty surprised here so uh, we're going to lose a mana and we're going to lose the creature type but I'm still going to be the monarch we're talking brand new off the presses, Court of Ambition. Love it. Two colorless black black for an enchantment. When Court of Ambition enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses three life unless they discard a card. If you're the monarch, instead each opponent loses six life until they discard, unless they discard two cards. And finally, watch your step. So again, the devotion, enchantments, all solid. The thing that I like about this more so than Lutch is that if you're not the monarch, Lutch does nothing yeah even if you become the monarch with custodian lich you only get one thing this enters mm-hmm. the battlefield and every turn it's going to start chipping away at life tolls chipping away at life hands even if you're on you got one yeah wait are you are you putting your sealed thing for tonight or what
1: uh no it's in my uh boxing league for uh next week
2: <sighs> that's one thing that
1: sucks Or the week that's after what, that's
2: what sucks about the. yeah Whatever. that's what we're in right yeah. That's what sucks about this boxing league is I'm gonna have a whole thing of, command, of cards I want to put in other decks. And I have to wait for six weeks or whatever. Um, oh boohoo! You'll be all right. Yeah, I know. I'll just open the other one. For, I'll year. open the other one and put all those in. Um, that's the one that's got kind of the jewel lotus. But yeah, so I like this way more than custodial edge because again, it still introduces the monarch, which is like I said, is my favorite sub game of commander. I love it so much. Yeah. But it deal it does something every turn. It does something every yep. turn. So. I love it. I love all these courts and I'm just itching to put them into decks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's a cool one. I mean, I just, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I know you love the Monarch and I mean, at least, you know, everyone's losing three life or discarding a card, which is cool. I just, I don't see you living in the red zone a ton. Fair. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like since you're spending your life is easy as you are, you are gonna be at that 2019 life total. And it's like, ooh, I need to keep up Kirk to block and hopefully gain some life back because I'm getting into that point where maybe I can't spend my mana. So, you know, I think the first time someone takes your monarch, I don't know if you're getting it back unless you're gonna make a conscious effort to. But, you know, maybe that's where Big Tuck uh, brings out his politic wheel and he spins it. I'll make you this deal. Uh, it take, some it, reason I, want, I just want a
2: taste. Just give me a taste. That's it. I'll let you come and get it back oh, for man. me next
1: turn. Jesus. All right. Well, I'm cutting the Custody Lich as well. And the card that I'm adding, you're going to roll your eyes. And I swear to God, you need to listen to me because I'm right. <laughs> you're wrong. You need to add ASAP because of how much life you pay. And I think the way that this deck works is with like your bolts of Citadel's. Oh I already know what this is.
2: <sighs> Aether Flux Reservoir. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you did something completely Oh, you thought different. I was going go, to go top. You thought I was going to go top, didn't you? What? Since I to be top? No. No, yeah, I had oh. something else in mind. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens in a minute. Well, I gotta know what it is now. Well, right. I can't tell you now. It might be his, yeah. it might be his last cut. I'm in. Oh, I know you.
1: Okay, so Etherflux Reservoir, four colorless, sitting around six dollars, which I feel like is pretty fair for that card because uh, it is a game winner. Um, artifact, rare. Whenever you cast a spell, you gain one life for each spell you've cast this turn. Pay fifty, it deals fifty. That honestly, that's never. Yes, happened. I look at that <laughs> as a. That's a zero thing, but I... Oh, well, while most power is used for ordinary, everyday tasks, one shouldn't underestimate its potential for the extraordinary. Um, the only thing energy was ever good for it to be used for. So, <laughs> I I see this card as something to where you're going to try to cast, at minimum, when you have Kirk on the battlefield at least, two to five spells Right, turn. yes. So, if you can incrementally gain anywhere from... What would that be? Three to so it's one zero, the first time. 14, fifteen. Yeah, so it's anywhere from three to fifteen life on your turn. That's a yeah. slam dunk because you've probably paid eight life to do that. So if you can either be at only losing five or netting eight, oh yeah. man, that's really good. Um, and I think this is a card that usually when people see it, they're like. Flip the table, kill right. them first, but they're gonna see you play it and you have seventeen. Yeah, life. I was gonna say, <laughs> and they're yeah. gonna be like, "Okay, okay. it's it's yeah. fine."
2: <laughs> I think that's perfect. It's gonna come down. I'm at twenty two life. I have this and a blood gift demon on the battlefield, and Crick, and they're like, oh, oh, okay." <laughs> attack, attack with <laughs> attack for ten, trampling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, I, I like that one. I like. If I want to make it a quick, better a crick better deck, this is a slam dunk. But if I want mm-hmm. to bin that whole idea, which I've done six times already, <laughs> it's, a little on, it's a little on the edge. But you always have room for an Aetherflux reservoir. People are always going to want it. So Yeah, well, and I think you have enough
1: high CMC cards, like a Noosecraft mob, that you could probably cut. So it's like, yeah. you know, we, we picked the same cut there, and you're like, gosh, I do like that Aetherflux, but... I already have what I need for this, and that's the court. There's a six drop right there that probably does nothing for you, other than give you five tokens. Well, I got
2: some news for you. Next on my list is Newscraft Mob. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was the one I think this is this is going to be the fourth time we've cut this out of decks, because I know it was (laughs) I like it. I think you had it in your Shirai
1: and I left it. It's
2: still in there? Yeah, I guess because it's, it's zero, perfect. sure. Because it dies, it's a zero I, know zero, you had, I know you had one, it had it one zombie comes deck, back. we cut it from that. <laughs> yeah, and then, that was then there was bad. another one. This was in one of my two color decks that we cut it from as well, or maybe I cut it from. But, anyways, for those who don't know, New Scrap Mob is four colors black, black for a creature zombie. Enters the battlefield with five one one counters on it. Whenever a player casts a spell, remove a one one counter from New Scrap Mob. If you do, create a two two black zombie creature token, and it's a zero zero. Um, this was like the pro move card when it was a sacrifice deck because it's like, yeah. it doesn't do, it doesn't do, it does deadly squat for me right now. So I was kind of struggling to figure out which ones I wanted to go with, and I don't know, I, I'm not 100% sure if this is the right one, but now that this card's like a buck, I really want to get one and put it in here and just see what happens. So, there's a couple. This is going to get a little complex, and there's going to be some leaps in logic. So, just follow with me. So, I'm cutting it for Murderous Rider. So, colorless black, black, zombie knight. And it has an adventure, Swift End, colorless black, black. Uh, destroy target creature or planeswalker. You lose two life. Then, exile this card. You may cast this creature later from exile. Then, it's a 2 3 lifelink. When it dies, put it on the bottom of its owner's library. So, here's what I like about it is that it's another removal spell because i need more of them every single time that i've ever played this deck i wanted more removal because people are coming for me people are coming with me voltron they're coming with me with tramplers all that sort of stuff so then it pays for itself when it comes back with the life link and i can start getting some of that incidental life gain back. is it a great addition probably not is it one that i've wanted for a really long time 100 is this the right deck for it i'm not sure but just the fact that it can get a creature or planeswalker on the destroy is also critical because again i'm not going in the red zone very often i think people have an attachment
1: to this card because it was good in standard
2: because it was 20, 40, right now it was $20 three, and now it's a dollar
1: <laughs> yeah because uh, i saw i see it's in three percent of every deck that runs black wow on EBA, that's a ton that's yeah, and, and the whole reason it was good in standards, you could have four of them in right. your deck. And so when you put it on the library, it's like, well, I'm probably getting another one in the next four to five cards. It's fine. In Commander, that's for Singleton, and it's 99. Unless you have your Azeketh and you're always getting it to him and you're just blowing up the world. I, I don't like it. It's a little too
2: sweaty for you
1: yeah um and i get it you you need more removal but that's why there's great spells like murder uh <laughs> just kidding uh th- this this is just better than murder and i'm willing to admit that.
2: so you're yes, gonna go this is just 10 of than murder. tomorrow for literally ten dollars
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, actually i think i have a ton of them just sitting in a box what? um yeah I, I cracked i think a bunch of packs yeah, are thrown. i think i have some are you later still running murders in your deck over this no, I mean if I look, I'm not gonna go out and buy a murderous rider, but if I have a murder, then I will swap it for Murderous Rider. Because it is the exact yeah. same thing. It's just I'm losing two life, but I also get to hit a planeswalker, but then I also get a creature out of it, even though it's garbage. Um, so I mean it's look, it's it's better than murder, but not many things are.
2: <laughs> you mean like, oh, let's take a look here. Uh, your old pal, da-da-da. Go for the throat. Heroes' downfall. What else do I have here? Ashes to ashes. <laughs> Look, not many. Things I mean, bad. I don't like go for the things, throat though. You know? It's 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 a non-artifact creature. Sometimes you got to kill those artifacts. Sure, man. But anyways, the big thing was. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> the, the big thing is the thing I like about this is that it's uh, it cuts the mana, it cuts it in to, it cuts it in half, is utility, yeah. and then the creature that's even left over if you cast it is still good in this deck it still gives you that little bit of life gain? So yeah. again, is I, that my best I cut no, But I already did that with Paradise bloom so here we
1: are. <laughs> All right, my last one. I think this is probably leftover from your sacrifice days, uh, but we're gonna cut reassembling skeleton. Just I don't don't think it has. A not even certain, uh, certainly, certainly not up. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a colorless black creature skeleton warrior. It's one one. You can pay a colorless black, return it from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Uh, I don't even want to read the flavor text because it's Cause irrelevant it to don't me. Mat- it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have an expensive card at thirteen dollars, and oh, i th- I've never se- I've never seen this card before, which is very very cool because um, it seems like something I should know about. I hear you when you say that you need ways to remove creatures because that's, you know, Voltron or whatever, and that kills you. But I think what also kills you is when you dump a bunch of life into something and then it gets countered. Mm, yeah. Or you get, you know, bounce spelled. I, I think when people impact your board, that's actually probably more detrimental to you than just people swinging in right, the red right, center. right. So I think you should add Imps, Mischief,
2: <laughs> Colorless Black, I, do, I do really like this card.
1: Change the target of target spell with a single target. You lose life equal to that spell's converted mana cost. Do the innocent pay for the crimes of the guilty? Of course they do. That's the fate of the
2: weak. Nickel oh, yeah, that's right. I, forgot we're, I so, forgot we're making him like this fluffish British person.
1: so uh i don't think i need to say too much more on this but i think this thing protects you in a myriad of ways but then it does a big tuck special because it doesn't say target spell you control so you could always do the hey if i do you a favor what are you going to give me later on? And they're going to be like, what? Mono black? You can counter the target spell? And you're going to be like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Again, just a PSA. So I- uh,
0: don't take any deals from Big Tuck. Just a thought. No, that's <laughs> not true. That wasn't. That wasn't a... That, that was just a, a warning. There's no truth to it. It's...
2: it's just, this, is, this, is, this is... This is fake news. This is I, I... My <laughs> impressions are so bad. Uh, yes. I am on board with this big time. This is... This is a card, to your point, Mr. Combo, that I wish I would have bought, like, 10 of when they were $3. But even then, I was like... Even yep. then, I was like... Seems like a lot for something like this. Um, I just wish... So do you think while we're thinking about cuts i've been racking my brain about this right is there some are there some spells where it's like if your life total is half or x amount like i know there's a bunch where it's like if you're if your life total is over so much and so forth right but are there any spells where it's like if your are ta- if your life total is less than blah, blah 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 something happens
1: i don't think less than now there are some because you got to think about it, the less than or greater than piece is a fairly recent yeah, one yeah, since right. Commander's been introduced. It it's usually like if it's lower th- than. Your starting right. life total or if it's one or 13. So it's usually calling out a specific number because they were printed when 20 life was right. all that there was. And that's why we have the Sarah ascendant debacle. Yes. Which, is, um, which is Asinine. Or the Felidar guardian or sovereign. Yep. But the cool thing is that in the future, when we do decks that need their commander month, we'll be talking about a special Orzov deck of mine Ooh. that might actually have some black cards you can use. Mine. Okay. <laughs> And with that being said, let's get the hell out of here because we're at the end of the episode and as promised, here's some details about our giveaway from our sponsor, Level One Game Shop. We're giving away that special Commander Legends surprise pack and to enter, it's super simple. Just help promote the content we produce, you'll get an entry for every interaction you do with us on social media, YouTube, your podcast platform, and being a patron. We will announce the winner on MTG Action 4 News December 1st, ho ho ho, and social media soon after. And yes, I know what you're thinking, I shouldn't do ho 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 jokes and we're doing these giveaways every single month. Could be a sweet little package like this. It could be a customized deck. It could be a commander pre-con, which might be what the December one is. It just really depends on what level one can help us out with. But if you enjoyed listening to the episode, if you enjoyed watching the episode on whatever consumption platform you're on, whether it's YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, if anyone actually uses that, leave some positive feedback and a five-star review because that's what makes people find us to further join the collective. But if you would like to reach out to us and interact, plus find more ways to enter into the contest, here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Mr. Combo number five on Twitter. I'll spell that, except for the five. Big Tuck, now that you're uh, rejoined the crew, where can people get a hold of you?
2: Uh, I rejoined the crew. Oh, I thought you said like I quit. And I was like, (laughs) you got that letter in the mail. Uh, No, I'm still on Twitter (laughs) at Big Tuck tweeting. Uh, I have been actually responding, messaging, Doing Ooh. some of the things on there, a lot of retweets. So he sucks, he uh, you. if you want to, if you want to shout at me, you're more than welcome to there and shout away, please. I'm begging you.
1: You can reach our you can reach our main account at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. Uh, we also have a website where the deck list will be posted: cmdtowercom b and 68 Basically, type in custody lich, mutilate, dark ritual, tower.com. Uh, Sweetie gee, if people want to find out how to get a hold of your Manolith commentary, how would they do that? Oh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Rich Chaos Records. You
0: can find me at DeerSquee at cmdtower.com. Again, Dearsquee at cmdtower.com. Uh keep sending in those questions. Uh, I am having a lot of fun in these deer squee articles. Uh you know, send me send me what you got. Maybe you got a normal question about magic? Maybe you're just asking, you know, how do I replace the radiator in my car? Who knows? I'll give you a, I'll give you my best shot. Whatever you got. Show
1: me what, Show you, me got. what you got. Yes. retired
2: Ben. We're not doing and Morty bits anymore. <laughs>
1: he can handle all of your audio needs and does have a full studio if you are, or ever are in the KC Metro area and have the elusive COVID-19 vaccine. Worst case, you can just send it over the interwebs and he can help you out. But if you would like to actually help support our show and the sponsor that helps with those monthly giveaways, because you guys are already placing orders, we're all degenerates, we don't save money, we spend it on magic, because we think it's a quote unquote investment. Head over to level1gameshop.com. And when you place an order in the order notes, just type in CMD Tower. So that they know that you came from the collective. Of course, they sell all these singles, sealed, products, dice, board games, everything. And as a reminder, guys, go to their website. They're having a Black Friday and Small Business Saturday sale. Uh, Definitely check out the deals. I have no idea what they are, but they've been telling me I should even check out. And I even told them I shouldn't spend any more money. Uh, We have many different reward tiers from a simple as the Discord access, plus a new thing that we're adding for all of our patron tiers uh, starting in December is a chance to get some Deck Therapy. Started off with Sir Nathan a week or two ago, and it was a big hit, so everyone really liked it, so we're actually gonna keep that bit going. But of course, the more you commit to us from a monthly perspective, the more new content we're gonna be able to bring you, plus you'll get some sweet swag for joining. If you you can't, can't help us out from a financial standpoint on a monthly basis, but you still would like to maybe pick up some sleeves, some clay mats, some different things like that. Head over to cmdtower.com/merch and yes, we will be having a Black Friday sale. What is it? I don't know because I just thought of it while we were recording today and I'll just make up a discount.
2: That's a that's a way, that's a that's a later problem. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> Um, and of course, when you join
1: our patron community, you do get additional entries into the monthly giveaway. So don't forget that. And of course, thank you to Pink Royal for the music. You guys helped us out with. So, Big Tuck, we're talking about a deck that you said I think on episode one we would never talk about. Kirk, Big Black Dick. uh Oh, Dick.
2: <laughs> yes, I knew it. Oh boy, I knew, I knew, I knew, you, knew you, it. I knew you'd uh, stumble on it at some point. Getting get a little trouble there what do you mean i'm I'm saying dick dick it's it's what you walk on yeah there's like 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 the boat at the lake would say Uh
0: uh-huh yeah Uh going down to the dick yeah yeah (laughs) tell that to the judge (laughs) well big tuck how do you feel about the deck now it seems like you're making
1: a shopping list as we were talking uh what will you ever actually hit submit or will it just sit there in your cart for the next year I'll,
2: i'll pick it up um i just like I have the same reservations with this that I have with my other deck that we were supposed to be doing today Um, in that I just don't know. I like even if I throw money at this thing, which clearly I already kind of have, I just don't like I think I need to I need to, I need to like definitely make some cuts of like the 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 past baggage that's carrying. But even then, most yeah. people who play this sort of deck can make it like this weird storm borderline combo sort of thing, which I'm not in the mood for either. So I, I don't know. I think if we just, I think it might be one of those things like we like we did with your Aloro deck, where even just cutting some of the chaff for just like Mind Stone or whatever yeah. Commander Sphere, right? These sort of more meat potato cards might lend it to something that's a little bit more consistent, a little less out there, that sort of thing. So yeah, you know, I think I think at least trying to find a version of this deck that I like playing is a big would be a big step in the right direction.
1: So I think here's my recommendation for you, because Kirk is a combo deck right, yeah. Um you picked you just picked a bad commander to, to play with, yeah. Not want to be a to combo. Play, player. To play yeah, fair it's like with, picking right <laughs> So what you what I think you need to do is you need to pick a funny theme for mm-hmm. it and maybe this will be a future deck therapy. Uh similar to how your Zur deck is cycling like Lance Armstrong and it's just a cycling yeah, right. deck. People don't see that with Xur. So maybe with Kirk, I, I don't know, maybe you could make it tribal insects. Like see how many black insects are in there. And then it's just like he's 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 like cutting himself and paying life to like feed these insect babies when they come to him.
2: Maybe he picks just something that, that, really that, that weird that or <laughs> of <laughs> <I'm sweaty.
1: laughs> <laughs> but i think that's maybe what you Something need to figure we, yeah, out like or maybe you do or maybe you do kirk artifacts cuz the whole thing is he's supposed to be able to oh pay koraxian mana no, to I'd get the stuff the, out, the but you're playing bit. all colorless <laughs> so i think i think that would probably make you happier but i think if you go with the direction that we've kind of talked about tonight where really you just cut some of your top end right. chaff get some medium good stuff it's
2: probably not going to be fun
1: but it'll be better than it is.
2: But even if it's like, if I go into a game knowing that like the deck I'm playing, the problem, the problem and like not to wax poetic on this point, but the problem with this deck is like, because it has all these value cards in it, this deck wins a lot, like shockingly. I don't think I've ever seen this. I, we played. So the only time I think you might have seen it is when I played it at the first thanks or the second Thanksgiving a thon. And I made a deal. I made, oh, and it was your I, I made a yeah. Or no, it was this one. I mean, it was the third one, but I made it. It was me. I was in the I somehow weaseled my way into the finals and Forrest was sitting there. <laughs> and while everyone else was filling around, I was like, hey, Forrest, I'll tell you what, I'll do everything I possibly can to get you first. If you just let me take second and I want those lightning graves. And that Morphod, he's like perfect. I want, I want, you know. I think at the time he wanted like the super expensive OQ, and literally I didn't do anything that entire deck, that, that entire game. I just wow. sat there and then forced it all the work. He's like, uh, okay, everyone else is dead. Big Tucker, what do you want to do? I was like, oh, um, well, I guess I just concede. Then it got exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Conceded.
1: Oh my God, you're a terrible, you're a terrible person, um, and that's the only way we should go out on tonight's episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>